Hey gang, your favorite editor around coming to give you a little bit of a heads up. So if you like listening to Game Watch, we're actually switching to a streaming platform. You can catch us over at the ConSaves Twitch. That's going to be twitch.tv slash the ConSave. That's twitch.tv slash T-H-E-C-O-N-S-A-V. V-E. We're actually playing Borderlands. We're starting at the first game. You can catch us there from 6 to 9 Central Standard Time. That's 6 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll catch you over there. Also, just a heads up, we did record this in mid-January, so that's why there's a little bit of context that we were excited about a snow day at the time. Um, Later February, we weren't so much. But yeah, just a little context on that. This is also Alan's happy birthday episode. So um, next year in January, wish Alan a happy birthday. Until then, enjoy the show, y'all. I have to go get almond milk later so I can make my breakfast smoothies. Mm. Well, my breakfast protein powder. And you know what that helps me do? Nice. Game harder, cause uh, we're diving in deep into Game Watch. We still don't have copy, so that was <laughs> off the dome. That was uh, straight off of James's noggin. Uh, I'm James Fight from Shame Watch. I'm the grumpy one. Uh, to the di- left diagonal of me is uh, the one, the only editor and the best hugger around. Aaron Salinas, what's happening, y'all? Um, really excited to be here, uh, talk about games and stuff, and uh, it's a snow day, so hope you're just uh, inside chilling, doing nothing. Hell yeah. And uh, above him is uh, the master cinematographer herself, uh, the uh, best DM round, uh, the one, the only... Oh my god, a platter, Taylor Price. Hello, Hell everybody. Yeah. It is a snow day. It's very cold. And uh excited to talk about games instead of deal with the cold. Hell yeah. And uh I get that. Finally, yeah. uh not only is this man intelligent, uh creative, works on video games and makes them magnificent. It's also his birthday, the one, the only. Alan Smith. Yay! Yay! Birthday! Yay! Happy birthday! Happy birthday! We can't, happy we can't birthday sing. Happy birthday to... No, it's public domain again. It's public domain? Public access? Public domain. Public domain. Public yeah. domain. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, was it this year or the year before? Something. Yeah, it was recently. Yeah, it was It was very recently, <laughs> and I think all the chilies everywhere <laughs> said thank God. <laughs> They're like, oh, God, we could sing it again. Was that the one good thing it, that It's been a rough... Maybe... Happy, happy birthday from all of us to you. Wish it was our birthday, so we could party too. I've never had them hey. ever sing it to me in Chili's, but I've heard it enough. <laughs> and just yeah. being I, there. I don't go enough to At Chili's least, to like even like know. I don't stuff. either. <laughs> but every time I'm there, that's it's sung okay. like five times. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of trust that they're still open. Yeah. If I'm being yeah. honest, yeah. I don't What's really a restaurant? Know. Like, I don't yeah, understand. I, don't, I, <laughs> I cook now. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Honestly, I've always wanted to do uh who's got the best birthday list of all the major chain restaurants. So far, uh Ro- Texas Roadhouse is like a strong contender for number one because it's it's like something, something chicken fried, armadillo pan yeah. fried. It, I, I love it. It really sings to my Texas soul. This feels I remember, like a documentary. It really does. <laughs> there was just I've only ever been to an Outback Steakhouse once in my life. And I was there, and it's someone's birthday at the table behind me, and they, like, whisper saying to the person. And it was the creepiest thing. And I think that's half the reason I've never been back to an Outback Steakhouse. It's like, happy birthday. And I was like, oh. They dim the lights, and they lit these candles, and then there was this weird green glow of everywhere. It was crazy. They wore cloaks. It was yeah. real strange. It was And then at the end, they sacrificed People a goat. robes. And... I was like, I don't know what the big deal is about Outback Steakhouse. I don't know why it was so funny just hearing I've only been to Outback once in my life. I don't know why that's just kind of comical. Like it should be on a shirt. Like it's just like you have to like genuinely convince someone. I've only been once. Only been once. Like it's. And it was creepy. (laughs) 
I don't even like the blue and onion. onion I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alan, since it's your birthday, you got to choose uh, the games we talk about. So uh, take it away. Real quick, before we actually get into our main topic, I want to peek a little bit behind the curtain because some of you listening may be listeners of Shamewatch as well and Uh, might be wondering, hey, why aren't you guys just following the Shamewatch formula? Like, you pick a game, you talk about that game for an hour to an hour and a half, and that's the episode. And the problem with that is, with a movie, you can, hey, we're going to watch this movie. Between now and the next time we record, watch this movie. And that takes, there's some time figuring out how to actually watch the movie. Mm -hmm. And then it's one and a half to two hours, something like that. Boom, you're done. Great. That doesn't work for video games, turns out. Like no. even Unless, short video maybe games, Flappy like Bird. even a short video game is like five to ten hours. Yeah. Yeah. And God forbid it's something like some JRPG, some Final Fantasy game where it's like, okay, here's an eighty hour video game. Uh beat it in the next two weeks. Oh, also you still have a full time job because we're not getting paid to do this. And a social thing. life. Yeah. What's so. that? I don't. I don't know. I, so, anyways, uh, we're going a bit more vague here, so that we can all kind of talk about it without having to have played a bunch of games. Uh, so, our topic for this week is about a specific genre of video game known as Metroidvanias. Um, so, that's, oh, that's what that meant. Yes, I thought we were just talking <laughs> about the game series of Metroid. No, no, Metroidvanias is what, a we- genre of video game. Of which Metroid is a member of, one of the defining members of. Like, it's basically sense. named after it, Castlevania game, and Metroid. Yeah, video games has this habit of naming genres of games after some of the early games to be in those genres. Like Metroidvania, as you have uh, Souls likes, uh, is a oh, common yeah. one. Um, those might be the only two examples. So I may be overstating this effect, but oh uh, no, roguelikes as well. Uh, was Rogue a game? Yeah, it it's a very mm-hmm. old roguelike game. Oh, that makes um, sense. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about Metroidvanias. So uh, what prompted this is I recently played and beat uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, which is a wonderful indie Metroidvania game. Uh, you can find it on Steam. Uh, you can find it on, what did you say, Taylor? Xbox Game Pass? Yeah, yeah, I've got on my PC for that. Um, that. It's not super long for Metroidvania. It's like I put like nine hours into it and got 100% completion. So, oh, damn. um, But it was a lot of fun. Uh, And so, I guess let's start by talking about what the genre of video game is. If you've never played any of these games, it's they're usually video games that are about. They're about exploration primarily. You start with a very limited moveset and you explore the world around you and you usually get upgrades to your moveset that unlock the ability to travel more and more places, uh, to find more abilities to travel more places, so on and so forth, until finally you can just go wherever you want on the map. Um, And there's usually involves a lot, like I said, a lot of exploration, a lot of backtracking, Uh, You'll frequently run into things where it's like, oh, I clearly can't do this thing now, but, you know, two hours in, I get an upgrade and suddenly now I remember this thing from an hour and a half ago. I was like, oh, I can do that now. That's a common sort of thing in Metroidvania. It's very Um, frustrating because I like to do everything before I move on. uh, I I enjoy Metroidvania. It's like one of my favorite genres of video game uh which is why we're talking about it today um i it's easily digestible and it's it's easy to feel accomplished I yeah, think, yeah. like in metroidvania you get a lot of you get a great sense of progression as getting mm-hmm. s- stronger as you go throughout the video game um which is just there's a lot of instant gratification there kind of in a weird way uh, I'm also a very much a completionist when it comes to video games and Metroidvanias are very good for that because it gives you a clear, here are all the things you could find and here is a map to fill out 
And so it's very obvious, like when you hit a hundred percent completion and it, it feels very satisfying. Yeah. Um, I, do you, uh, this question for everyone, do you try in a hundred percent video games or do you just play story? I know Alan just said he does. hundred percent. It's, uh, it's hit or miss. I usually really go mm-hmm. in with the I'm going to 100% this and then one thing kind of annoys me or I miss one thing on accident. I'm like, screw it. And then I just mm-hmm. don't care. <laughs> yeah. But if I can, I want to f- complete everything in this one little area I'm in and then go to the next one. Yep. Do yep. everything that like Spider-Man, uh, yeah. both of the newer ones yeah. took me forever because I'm like, I must complete all of these things, find all the hidden stuff. Okay, now I can go to Manhattan. Okay, now I can go to the Queens. <laughs> yeah, I did that. But I, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was so easy to digest. I'm like, cool, I can just stay in my own little ecosystem here and then go on to Queens. Stay in my own little ecosystem, go to the fashion yeah. district. Like, it was so much easier. Uh, I'm I'm the same way as Taylor. It For me, it's more of how much do I like this game. Yeah. yeah. It, with... with uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima? Fuck yeah. Like, it, I got to a certain point of the game where I was like, I'm only going to play this two hours a day just so I can enjoy this game longer. Nice. And then when I finished the game, I was like, cool, I want to explore more. And I did complete it and I finished it and platinum it or whatever you want to call it. And I got a little bummed, but I was I was I was done with it at that point. I think I did the same with Last of Us Part Two after I threw my hissy fit. <laughs> um, it's a beautiful game. But it it's a beautiful it's a game. beautiful game. And it's meaningful. It's well deserved. And I love it's it me- so much. And I had a fun time. <laughs> there. We practiced. <laughs> um, Good. I'll, I'll lower the gun from your head now. <laughs> but those are like, I really have to like it. Because otherwise, I just want to do the story and I'm fine with it just so I can have conversations with my friends. Yeah, that's how I am. At, like, I used to try when I was younger. But as I grow older and I have less and less time, I go, well... You know, I'll do what I can. I'm just going to complete the story. I also now play on the easiest difficulty, where back in the day I used to play on the hardest because I'm extreme. <laughs> now I'm like, ah, I just I just want the story. I don't give a shit about all that, anything else. Like, just give me the story. That's why I play video games. So I, I see no, right on that yeah, normal. I, yeah. Whatever they set it up as, I go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I still, so there's some nuances to... I, I do like to 100% compl- clear games, but like two things. It's one, it's usually it's inside the game. So like achievements, eh, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's If it's inside the game, 100% it. Uh, if it's not, then I. it depends on how I'm feeling about the game and how much of a pain the achievements are. Because like achievements that are, okay, replay the entire game, but on a harder difficulty. I usually right. don't do those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, no. And the other thing is you can definitely wear me out and make it so that I will not try to 100% clear your game. Crash Bandicoot sure. 4 did this to me. And I'm just like, <laughs> nope, I'm not I beat the I get story. so aggravated with those crystals. I'm like, I'm not going back to these levels now that yeah. I can do no. <laughs> Cra- Crash 4 is really bad about that. Oh yeah. I feel I, like I, it's more I open mean, world-ish games that I feel like I always 100% I do all the fetch missions. I find yeah. all the things like uh, the Shadow of Mordor. Mm-hmm. I went and yeah. found every little glowing thing, did all the stuff. Because it was also fun to just like kind of kill people while you're walking around. Sure. And it's like pretty sure. and you can kind of do what you want. But when it's something like Crash where it's like, okay, I've done 12 levels and now I can unlock the blue crystals. Let me go back and do them. No, yeah. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't become fun anymore. Like I I don't want to be a part of that if it it's no longer fun. But with Metroidvanias, I kind of feel like it's a skill to it's a skill of patience. I think mm-hmm. to want to complete a Metroidvania because I'm I I've only played some of the newer generations like like Hollow Knight and Guacamole and uh, my buddy Herc he just finished the Messenger which I. Think counts as a Metroidvania. Um, it's a ninja-based uh, game. I, I haven't played it, but, but I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it counts. Yeah, so I, I I'm not super well versed in them, but I do know those who play them and finish them 
often kind of swear by them mm. and and kind of swear that it's not going to win game of the year and everybody knows, but goddamn, it's a lot of fun. That's that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah. Um and, and I think part of it it goes back to like you said it has to be fun to do and I in good metroidvania games I often find it so I think the key the most important thing to making a good metroidvania game is that the basic movement of your character has to be fun. Yes. Because that is the main thing you do in those games. Like you can make combat not actually great uh Going back to Ori in the Blind Forest, which is what prompted this topic, the movement in that game is just, there's such a wonderful flow to it. And mm. it feels so smooth and so clean, especially once you have some of the upgrades. It just, everything flows beautifully. You can get across the map quickly. It's just, it's a lot of fun just to run from place to place. Combat in that game honestly kind of sucks. It's one yeah. of the things I don't like about the game. But, uh, I don't care because the movement is so good. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, I'm not super well versed in them, but oftentimes these are, I, I've never heard of a main stage Metroidvania. They're often in the indie category from what I can kind of remember and kind of put them in. But so for the most part, they're kind of homegrown games, right? So like the people who make these games are often people who just really like video games. I would say in terms of, like, ones made more modernly, yeah. Like, it used to be a more popular genre in right. mainstream AAA. Because, like, it's based off of Metroid and Castlevania, both of which are AAA franchises. Yeah. Uh, right. Um, but, like, also both of those franchises are kind of dead now. Although, fingers uh, crossed, hey, 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 Prime hey. 4. Nin- net- n- n- give Nintendo time. Yeah. Prime 4 has got to come out and <laughs> they need to ask for penance for 3, okay? So yeah, bad. just what? Yeah. Metroid Prime 3 was not bad. Metroid Other M. That's what, what I'm thinking, thinking of. of. Other That's M. Okay. Yeah, thinking. Other yes. M, sorry. I I will agree with you there. Other M was bad. I've played so many Metroid Prime games. By that I mean all, all the, the ones the uh, three Metroid Prime games. Yeah, one through three. And I've never finished <laughs> one. I've all, always gone to like some point and I get stuck and then go, ah, I'll finish this Isn't later and then never finish it. It's bothered me to no end because I love those games. I, I remember when I first played the first Metroid Prime game on the GameCube, I was like, oh, this is so that cool. You can, you can analyze things. Like you learn more lore. Like this is awesome. Oh, it's so complicated. It was ahead of its time. I love the Metroid Prime games to pieces. Like so some good. of my yeah. top <laughs> video games of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially in the first one where you fight all the space pirates. And that's your tutorial. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, man. I mean, Nintendo really doesn't like them, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of treat them like, yeah, you guys had fun. It's kind of like... <laughs> When you're like, if one of your parents like lets you get into like a whole thing of cookie dough, like, yeah, you had a great time, but as a parent, they probably shouldn't have let you do that. Like, good, good chances that you, they done goofed and they're probably not going to be bragging about it. And they probably had a conversation like, hey, you didn't say shit to your mom about this, okay? I love like, it. Kind of thing. And I kind of feel like Nintendo kind of pitter patters around Metroid like that. Like, when are we going to get a new one? And they're like, hey, Animal Crossing's fun, right? And we're like, god damn it. If, if, you, look at, if you look at the sort of like image Nintendo has tried to build for itself, the Metroid franchise doesn't really fit that image. They're going for a much more cartoony, a much more family-friendly sort of image. And the Metroid games are a little darker, a little gorier. Like, there's still nothing compared to some of the things you see on other consoles. God of uh, War. But, right. God of Ragnarok, War. Last out. of Us. Uh, yeah, Last of Us is awesome. Uh, or Ghost of Tsushima. Like, all of these are darker, more serious-toned games. Right. That you don't get as much of. Like, the closest you get is, like, some of the Zelda games. Like, Breath of the Wild can be pretty dark in places. Sure. You know what? I'm sorry. If you let Wolfenstein go on your, your <laughs> games, <laughs> it's all out the but window. The, all right. There's also a difference between games that are 
available on the Nintendo console and games that are first party Nintendo games. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Wolfenstein is right next to Animal Crossing on some people's library sure. of games. Like, so, no, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying, give us Metroid and give us F Zero. This is this is just me reading into Nintendo's actions uh, and kind of speculating yeah. at this point. So let's be clear about that. Um, <laughs> no, I get it. Like they have to be family friendly and they have to appeal to the masses, and that's what makes people. Aaron, you're spend in a money. mood today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man! I'm right there I, with you. I cannot wait for Metroid Prime Four, and I, I, you know what? I am glad that if they felt the product wasn't up to snuff, that they restarted development on it. I'm okay with that. Like, wait, you mean they shouldn't just crunch longer and longer? Oh yeah, no, they, they, they shouldn't force something to come they out on the console. Restarted it and gave it to a different development studio. Really? Uh, yeah, they get they gave it back yeah. to the studio that did. The first three Metroid Prime games, so nice, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of promise in that, but I, who knows when we'll actually get it? Um, yeah, because wasn't it supposed to be like teased in like 2018? I think. Yeah, it's or 2017, something like that. Like they they teased it early on. At the same time, they announced uh, what is it? Metroid: Samus Returns, the remake of Metroid Two on the 3DS. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing. Oh, man. It was really yeah. good. I enjoyed it. Shit, I mean, I mean... yeah, because I feel like it's almost a gag now with IGN with them saying, "Will Nintendo announce Metroid Prime?" Like, I feel like it's just kind of a gag <laughs> the... at this point because they've said it so yeah. many years. Is it the new Half Life Three? <sighs> I don't know if it's that level yet, but yeah, I don't know if it's that level. It's, I mean. I hopefully we learn a lesson from Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Just finish the damn thing. Like take your time, finish it wait. when it's done. Yeah. Please. Like release it when it's done. Please. Don't push it out yeah. any sooner. Taylor, what's your experience with Metroidvanias? Uh I've played Samus Samus, how the fuck you say the character's name in Smash Bros. <laughs> That's my only connection. That's nice. <laughs> so you're well versed in this. I, I I downloaded Ori when you were talking about it. Haven't played it yet because life. I did play a little I, bit of Hollow Knight. I got like a trial for it, and it was kind of it was cute or not cute. It was dark. It was cute though. <laughs> it's it's it, it, it looks pretty cute, 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 right? It's it's a cute game. It's uh, Hollow Knight is also uh, very fun. My one work yeah. friend, uh, he swears by it. He loves that game. He hasn't stopped playing it for like three weeks. Yeah, it's really strange how like in the in the world of gaming for the night, I, I is it fair to say the night franchise like Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight and all them like you either like yeah, I've heard of it or I fucking love this thing. <laughs> like I I don't know really any in between of like yeah, I played it. It's a lot of fun. It's only just really fucking love this thing. I got <laughs> tattoos. Yeah. My kid's name is Shovel. The other kid is Hollow. <laughs> like it's it's like a strong mm-hmm. fandom for those. <laughs> Which is weird. Is there actually a connection between Hollow Knight and Shovel Knight? I didn't think so. I but... I hope there is because are they? The I don't know. Connection. I just know they're an aggressive fan base. Are they this? I don't think they're even the same developer. Let me think. I'm looking it up. Uh, Shovel Knight, published by Yacht Club Games, uh, and Hollow Knight is Team Cherry. So no, completely different. They just both have night names, oh, wow. and they're both. Well, well beloved indie games in my head canon uh hollow knight takes place 50 years after shovel knight ah so it's shovel knight x basically yeah exactly okay. <laughs> shovel knight's basically just mega man oh i played mega yeah. man i forgot about mega man i've done that one there yeah let's count back yeah. in the day See? So long time, but i i've only played one mega man and that was uh, remember the TV show Mega Man where like they put in the different ships and that's what Mega gave Man them- Battle Network. Yes, thank yeah. you. I played that for the GameCube, and that one was wait for the GameCube. I forget yeah. which one came out on the GameCube because they were mostly it was Game the Boy Battle Advance Network games. one. Well, but most of the Battle Network games were Game Boy Advance games. This one, know. this one I, was. A I GameCube. believe you. I and just don't remember it. 
I, I haven't Command played most Mission? of the Battle Network games myself. I loved it a lot. Was very bad at it. Was it Command Mission? That sounds right. There was Command Mission and Anniversary Collection. Probably the first. Probably one. Command Mission. I, I have I have the Mega Man Anniversary Collection, and it's just basically it's Mega Man one through eight. Hmm. Does Beautiful Joe count as Metroidvania? So, no, none of the games we've been talking about. I, Beautiful Joe, no. <laughs> Mega Man, not really. What? Uh, no. Nah, either uh, way, I'm uh, bad at these games. Because I loved Beautiful Joe. The, Beautiful Joe was cool. They, they're great games. They're just not part of this genre. So one thing I've never been sure about, because I haven't played... So Metroidvania, it's Metroid and Castlevania. I've never actually played many of the Castlevania games, except for like the original one on the NES, and that one right. is not actually a Metroidvania game. It's much more linear, just platformer. So, oh. Yeah, I guess the, I was just generalizing it to platformer. Yeah, when did the Castlevania series actually become Metroidvania, I wonder? I'm going to guess late 90s. That's my guess. Uh, I remember... uh, are, you, are you talking about the TV show that came out in 2017? Oh, that TV show is dope. I, I've heard good things about that TV show. I have not. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. It Check it out. It's phenomenal. It's so good. Oh, man. Dude, holy shit. There's a lot of Castlevania games. Yeah, there's a whole bunch. I'm. Uh, I kind of have experience with Taylor when it comes to Castlevania. Um, I played a couple of the characters on Smash Ultimate. I've watched the that's, Netflix show. That's about it. <laughs> it's so Isn't good. it good? I've heard of the game. Oh, it's so It good. is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so was there a new one about, like, the gods and... Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. Blood of Zeus? Also great. I still need to finish that, but yeah, I, I really liked what I was seeing. Yep. I heard 30 Coins on HBO is really good, too, by the way. I heard that's, like, a really great... I know it's <laughs> totally true. off... It's called 30 Coins, 30? but it's got, like... it. It Apparently, it's it's got, like, fantastical, and, and... This is completely left field. Just I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm about it. 1986, Castlevania, it looks 86? Like. Damn. Uh, by the way, Castlevania Symphony of the Night is the first one that's actually considered to be a Metroidvania game. Uh, which that uh, how many games was get was 97 10 years yeah. later oh, PlayStation. james fight called it <laughs> for the, for the ps1 ps1 yes damn. damn dude ps1 was 97 yeah because yeah. that was the same era as n64 yeah because n64 came out in 95 96 thereabouts yeah because yeah i i had one in 99 when i was in first grade and i played some doggy kong country and some legend of zelda ocarina of time some perfect dark donkey uh, kong 64 i think you mean that that is what i mean yes. i also played donkey kong country but that was right my game boy <laughs> right donkey kong country it's for the super nintendo Donkey Kong Land, it's for the Game Boy. Man, I'm just getting it wrong. Oh, don't worry about it. It's not so a big 64 deal. 1996 uh, just, and um, PS1 no. was 1994. Nintendo 64 release what? date was later delayed again to June 23rd, 1996, and PS1 was December 3rd, 1994. Yeah, that uh, sounds right. Whoa. I'm as old as the PlayStation. <laughs> I'm older than the PlayStation. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm also older than Holy the PlayStation. Holy shit. Oh, boy. Oh, you guys are man. making me feel old on my birthday. Thanks. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> birthday. Mortality. Oh, okay. man. Holy uh, what do we call them? Side quests? <laughs> Instead of sidebars? <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Side quests granted. Granted. Like, I'm 27. I'm not old. I felt so no. old yesterday. I was going into H-E-B to buy cheese. And I walked down an aisle, and there was like, okay, first, that sounds like yeah, an old I was person. Literally, thing. just going to buy cheese. It's called Instacart, Taylor. Instacart oh, only Swiss cheese. <laughs> um, but I was walking down the aisle, or like the, sh the the parking lot, 
aisle lanes. I don't know what they're called. Uh-huh. And there's like a tree with a little bench under it in the middle of the parking lot. And there was this kid sitting there. And first he was like, excuse me, ma'am. And I was like, he's calling me ma'am. Ooh. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I love your hair. I'm like, oh, thanks. He's like, yeah, it's like the perfect shade of blue. He's like giving me compliments. Like, oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Then he proceeds to say, it's like swagalicious. And I had to stop for a second. I was like, what does that mean? I'm like, no, I know what swag means. Okay. And then I was like, God, I'm old. And then he went on to say something about comparing it to A1 barbecue sauce. And I was lost. And I got called ma'am and I didn't understand his lingo. And I was like, I'm so old. Yeah, you're old. (laughs) The transition is What does swagalicious mean? Just swag, but really fancy? I don't know. (laughs) Aaron, you're you're younger than us. I think well, I mean a year, but <laughs> I years. I think it's I think it's just uh, a little extra swaggy. I guess we need to call a zoom uh, a zoomer. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'll be honest, I I I am not a violent person, <laughs> but I do clench my fists when I hear "sir," and I'm like, bro, I I had a cell phone in middle school. Okay, like no, I'm I'm with it. I'm with you. Like I just. Like I I I I know what you're talking about, and they're like, okay, thank you, sir. I'm like, god damn it, I shaved my face. You need to stop this, okay? Like, and I, my, my blood does boil, but yeah, the swagalicious. Yeah. I'd have been like, and go home. Sl- what, what what are you doing out here? Just look up a dictionary. And then just, yeah, and then something about a one barbecue <laughs> sauce, and then I was really confused. I was like, is that stuff good? I don't I don't get it. Is it? Did he say it's as zesty as A1 barbecue sauce? You know, I was already really confused after Swagalicious. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't I want fully. that to be the new catch <laughs> phrase. Yo, that's zesty as A1 barbecue sauce. <laughs> um. So, yeah, anyone and then, yeah. that gets it, please, please tell me. <laughs> Comment. Yeah, tw- tweet, tweet at uh, potato. Potato. I, I really want the kid to be like, yeah, miss, your hair is uh, zesty as A1. And then Taylor's like, I've only been to Outback <laughs> once. Stop it. Why is this following me? <laughs> the blooming onion wasn't even that good. <laughs> she just starts running. She's like, I, why are they following me? <laughs> it's taking years. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's you've oh, been that's... living a Metroidvania your entire life, as, oh, as it turns oh, out. Oh shit! Uh, because the cult members return, but you've leveled, leveled up, up so they're easy. Yeah. I get it now. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just realized I'm apparently old. That... Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Or like whenever you learn, like kids learning things in school that like you went through. Like when I learned my. My cousin learned about 9-11. I, I lost it. I was like, that was a lesson right? in school. Of course it was. I was like, I, that, that was, I know, but like, it, I was like, you weren't there? And he's like, no, I'm 16. I'm like, you should have <laughs> been there, man. It was it was a weird time in our life. Like, yeah. You're in what, first grade, Aaron? Yeah, first or second, yeah. I, I don't remember. I just remember I learned that's when Batman wasn't real. Oh, yeah. You've told that story yeah. before. Yeah. I know it's a strange benchmark, but asking my dad, like, why is Batman not there? And him having to, like, g- have a grounded conversation with it. It was a oh, lot. That boy. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah. the thing floating around the internet, too, of someone making the realization that anyone born mm. in the 90s is now of drinking age. It's like yep. you just have to look at the one yep. on the year, and then you know they're of drinking yeah. age. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh. That's weird. That's weird. Oh, I don't like that, Taylor. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be really because... easy for bartenders now. <laughs> oh, so one, yeah. Yeah, you good. Yeah. Like, this is the perfect yeah, year for bartenders. <laughs> right? You know, Except for the pandemic. Like, like, <laughs> well, all right. Bar- Let's be real. Bars have not stopped. Yeah. Like, uh, in Texas. In Texas. Yeah. We I should clarify. In Texas. In Texas now they serve shitty probably other too. places too. <laughs> Loophole. Yeah. Oh, dude. When I heard that like some of the shitty bars I used to go to are like serving food, I'm like, they should not. Like I, I heard like Crowbar apparently is like putting Cheetos in little cups what? to classify his food. I'm like, that's no. no. Crowbar get <laughs> not the hell out of here. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh, 
So anyway, we're talking about Metroidvania games. Um, <laughs> I'm very bad at them. That's all I know. It's not like I'm good at video games in general. Uh, I used to think I was when I was 12, and I was uh, hashtag uh, gamer elite. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. I've accepted I'm not. Um, yeah, that's it. Not. That's my story <laughs> on Metroidvania's. Just yeah, I'm, I'm not scrolling through I like just, like the Google list of games and I've heard of none of them. I've I've somehow missed on this entire I mean, genre other than like Metroid. Oh you gotta Yeah, I'm like I need to like, I need to branch in here real quick. I remember playing Metroid Fusion. Again, really liked it, but got stuck, didn't know how to proceed, <laughs> and stopped playing. Okay, guacamelee? What is that? I don't know. I'm in. Dude, that game. one's Guacamelee fun as hell. So much fun. So Guacamelee is one of a handful of games where uh, I've played in what's we've jokingly called co-optable mode. Um, basically, you get two players and you have one controller. Hmm. And basically, oh, each person yeah. is in charge of one half of the controller. Yep. Oh my yep. gosh. It works really well for Wii games or for Switch games. Uh, I've actually gone through both Guacamelee, which, by the way, sucked. Would not recommend going through that game that way (laughs) because we had to share one Xbox controller and that gets extremely uncomfortable. Sure. Uh, But I've also done the almost Metroid Prime trilogy as well with uh, my former roommate. Uh, And that was actually a lot of fun. Damn. My buddies did that with uh, Binding of Isaac on the PS4. Interesting. Yeah. That's the little crybaby that uh-huh. shoots tears? Yep. That I haven't played it, but that looks like a lot of fun. It's a good pickup game where you're just like, I just need to kill like 10, 15 minutes and go go around. Random, gener- randomly generated nice. stuff. It's fun. Nah, but Guacamelee's a lot of fun. And to me, off the top of my head, that might be one of the last ones that I remember having a not an aggressive push, but a, a larger fan base for a little bit. Like it had like PSN backgrounds that, that were available and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. like it it was. And I'm not gonna lie, the PSN backgrounds are really beautiful because uh, my but my roommate Herc has them on his, and his is the Guacamelee, and it's just like. A, like an Eldorado-esque empire, like gold is everywhere. There's a rooster. It's really you know, there's a There's a sequel to that game. There's a Guacamelee 2. That, yeah, that one came out uh, 2018. Yeah, I, I have not played it yet, and I've been meaning to pick that up because uh, I very much enjoyed the first one. Um, one thing I'm kind of noticing, one... too, scrolling through this list all of the art's really pretty. And maybe it's because so many of them are indie games, but they all mm-hmm. have really cool looks to them. Like, very different well, styles. Part of it, part of it is, like, like I said, a big part of these games is exploration. Mm-hmm. And so it would make the exploration feel more rewarding, like having these rich, deep environments. Like, you want to have a reason you're exploring these. Like, what is the, what's going on here is, like, a common theme. It's like trying to understand the world around you. Um, certainly with the Metroid games, like that's like the critical component of uh, that. But like for a lot of the other ones too, like trying to figure out why everything is so messed up in Hollow Knight or yeah. right. so on and so forth. Um some other ones that I've enjoyed. Uh, I think Cave Story technically counts as a Metroidvania. That's a fairly well-known indie game from a while back. Um, obviously, like I've played essentially the entire Metroid franchise. Um, uh, what else? I'm going through my list of games played here. On Backlogged. which one did you play? Uh... Alan, Ori, and the Blind Forest? Or Ori and the Blind Will Forest. The Will, Will the Wisp is Ori a sequel that I intend to check out soon. Nice. Because that, that that one is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so is Ori and the Blind Forest. I, I played the, uh, I, they call it the Definitive Edition. So. Um, this is just a remake? 
I, I assume I haven't played the original, so I assume it's just like here's better graphics and better slightly audio. better combat. Yeah. Um, Is a 1346 speed run impressive? Uh, Is it a short game? Yeah, it seems like it. Like so. The other thing about speedruns of these games is like you get into a lot of like sequence breaking, right? Because it's like, okay, you're supposed to go all over the map and get all these upgrades so that you can actually get around on the map. Right. But sometimes you find ways to get around on the map without the upgrades. And it's like, well, then why am I going and getting this upgrade? Mm -hmm. So sequence breaking is a common, common theme of that style of game speedrun, especially. Um, where it's like, okay, we're going to do these really hard tricks to actually get to such and such location without uh, all the upgrades that we're supposed to have. Um, and that's how you get to these ridiculously short times. Like like you said, 1326 is beating one of these games in less than, less than 15 minutes sounds ridiculous, but is certainly possible. What are your opinions on speedruns? I love them. Okay. I love speedruns. Is it just like the best way to see how people can uh, like, I guess, QA the game? (laughs) Well, it's partially that. It's also just like you get to see a lot of like taking the game to its limits Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes past those limits. Like just, okay, if we really look at this with a critical eye and try to optimize this, as much as possible, what is actually possible. Uh, And sometimes you uh, discover some absolutely ridiculous stuff, especially like tool assisted speed runs are insane. What is that? Uh, So tool assisted speed runs, it's instead of it being, hey, here's a person speed running it in real time. It's you're going through with save states and with external tools and examining the memory and basically advancing frame by frame and putting in very precise inputs on every frame Whoa. Uh, and controlling it the entire way through. And that lets you do insanely precise tricks that you would not be able to accomplish real time. And so you get ridiculous, it, you get to cause ridiculous glitches sometimes, or even just have, uh, you can manipulate RNG to be have perfect luck on everything you wanted to drop mm. uh, to, mm-hmm. to happen. Anything that's based on randomness. Uh, or you can just have perfectly precise movement and get through everything like in exactly the minimum amount of time needed. So like it, it's sort of the theoretical optimal speed run that no okay. human's ever going to be able to to get to that because it's just not possible. Right. Um, but for this is the theoretical optimal you strive to when speedrunning. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Cause every time I, I've watched a couple of these where uh, game devs react to a speedrunner of their game. And every time I, I've seen them, they're just like basking and like loving it. So oh, it's yeah. really fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I what I like about speedruns is it brings interest in older games. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean that's how we got uh Battle for Bikini Bottom. Like oh, yeah. uh, it it it's silly, but you know, it was it was dominating Twitch at one point. So people just began to throw money at it and then Activision or THQ, one of them was like, "Well, we'll do it again and uh i think that was one and i mean really kind of that's how people kind of get their foot in the door for content creation for a lot of things like hey i'm really great at you know super at mario brothers like just gonna keep doing that and people people will will watch it and then you uh like the the completionist i forget his name but he's known as a completionist on youtube and pretty much everywhere Mm -hmm. he was a speedrunner and then he uh, started taking his talents to just completing very, very difficult games. And then that's what he kind of became known for. And next thing you know, he's being like invited to Nintendo exclusive events. So, I mean, I, I think the speed run 
world is a very underutilized thing that we don't give a lot of credit for because everybody's like, oh, F- FPS, uh, e- uh, MLG games, like that's that's what you got to do. Like that's how you get your foot in the door or, yeah. you know, just a technology site. Like that's how you get your foot in the door. But no, I think I think speedruns is really responsible for a lot of the content we see online. See, this is what I mean when I'm not good at video games. Because they know those games so well. I remember watching uh, like a Kingdom Hearts 2 speedrun. And they're like, oh, yeah, you have three frames of invulnerability when you do this. Oh, this is their attack pattern. I'm like, what? <laughs> I played this game 50 times and I didn't pick up on any of that. No, there, there's so much in-depth research and like just like practice and research and frequently for any given speed run like the person performing the speed run didn't personally find out all the tricks in the speed run you have an entire separate community of like glitch hunters and just people doing routing uh and then it's then you have these handful of people that are actually good enough to perform all of these tricks in sequence and get a good run after figuring these things out Mm. but and like even when you have competition for a particular world record, usually it's also people working together to figure out what the optimal route is. And then it's right. just, okay, once you know what the optimal route is, who can perform it best? Right. Um, right. Man. I would never be able to remember any of it. Same. Same. <laughs> no. Nope. Be like, oh crap, was I supposed to jump through the first window or the second <laughs> window? And then hit the guy three times and then switch. Yeah. I'm yeah. gone. It's gone. I'm out. <laughs> I think glitch hunters are like some of the most impressive people on this world. Like people who can like tell you, yeah, you go through the second window. Uh, and then if you just tap the right, you're going to, you know, just your, your pixels are going to like differentiate. And then like, I'm like, bro, I just want to, I just want to go through there. <laughs> I, I, I just want to play the fucking game. I don't care. Like well, this is why I play on the easiest difficulty. So I can, <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about anything yeah no i i i live for this stuff like just like half my youtube follows are like people doing challenge runs or speed runs or glitch hunting or stuff like that uh mm-hmm. and then there's like uh actually just recently uh finished up uh agdq 2021 awesome games done quick which mm-hmm. is a speed running charity marathon where basically it's just here's a whole bunch of speed runs and we're raising money for charity. On so it's Twitch. like a week long, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. That just finished up and that's always a lot of fun. I, I like to dig through their runs after the fact and find mm-hmm. interesting runs to watch. It's like, hey, I know this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know they did a Hades speed run. Yeah, uh, a couple days ago. Oof. Dang. That's... Mm. Yeah. It, it, What's the longest speed run? I mean the longest speed run. So... Like, what game gives people the longest speed run? Uh, I don't know about the longest speed run, but, like, there is a... I heard recently about a game called The Longing, which... Mm-hmm takes 400 days to play what you have a oh. real-time clock american you don't have to play it for 400 days straight no but you have a real-time clock that is 400 days long look it up sometime belonging on youtube uh there's a good video about it called why the longing takes 400 days to play by adam millard the architect of games uh hmm. I will send you the link later. Maybe we can put it in the show notes yeah. to link to our listeners. Um, but it talks about this game that you play in real time and you have a 400 day timer and that timer keeps ticking even when the game's not loaded. So if you quit the game, go to bed, sleep eight hours, come get back online and start playing the game again, eight hours have passed in the game too. Um Hmm. I know it's it's very interesting. I don't think I'll ever play it because like it looks like it it's making an artistic statement about tedium, and like I get it and it's cool, but also I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, not. What's well, like? Do you just live a life? Like what? What, what kind of thing? So is it's you are this underground creature. Okay. Uh, He's kind of cute, and He's... you are basically waiting for this deity that is your boss, so to speak, to okay. wake up in four hundred days. So you and wait... the game is about passing what you do to pass those four hundred days. Oh, I see. <laughs> kind of sounds like a shitty version of The Sims. It's oh my god, he is kind of cute. He's kind of cute, right? <laughs> you know, <it's... laughs> I think I okay. I, I get. I get. I get. I, I think I get what they're throwing down. So he's longing for his freedom. I, I yeah, get it. it it's interesting. Like I, I would recommend watching the video. I'm not sure I would recommend playing the game, but I would. Wa- Recommend watching the video. Yeah. Um, Because that's what, a year and a few days? And change, yeah. Yeah, and change. Yeah. So, uh, does anybody want to take a guess at the uh, hardest games to speedrun? Metal Gear Solid 3. Honestly, the fact that the... the <laughs> the fact that these games were attempted at a speed run is is ridiculous. Final Fantasy Seven. Oh, that one's not, not too bad. There. I watched that one. It's like it's like some of the Final Fantasy RPGs are like six or seven hours, but like, which is ridiculous to sit and play and speed run a video game for that long. But it also yeah. is not that bad in the grand scheme of things. For sure. So number ten, oddly enough, was the Lion King, which I believe it. Um, Cloudberry Kingdom, haven't played that. Number eight was Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, and I've seen so yeah. many freaking speedruns of that. Yeah, that people go hard on it because it does look tough. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You, I, you'd probably need therapy after that. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a difficult game. I almost beat that. Um, number seven is Doom. Oh, you almost beat it? Yeah, I'm. I'm technically still on the final boss. I could just go and beat it, but that I put so many hours in that damn game. Dude, put that on your resume. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. Uh, Spelunky. Oh yeah. Number five is Outlast. Number four is Cuphead, which Outlast I believe is that fine. is. Outlast is Cuphead super fun. looks it, like I love the animation it's style. So hard. Yeah. It's so hard. It's it is. Hard. It is deceivingly difficult. I gave up after like but an hour. But it looks so pretty. <laughs> like it looks so pretty. It is. It is. It's super cool. Yeah. Uh, number three is anything from the Super Mario series. Number two is Legend of Zelda series. Number one, unsurprisingly, I'm just surprised somebody attempted it. Was Skyrim. Yeah. Why oh. would you attempt that? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you speed run that? That's <laughs> weeks. That's crazy. I guess just main story. I guess because it's, it's so open world. Yeah, true. Like, what are you speedrunning? Yeah. I, I, I mean, never I think there's game. a bunch of different categories for it. Mm. I'm gonna go look it up on speedrun.com now because I'm curious <laughs> what all the categories are. This pod- also, speedrun.com is great. By speedrun.com. <laughs> Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Five. Skyrim. Is what really categories do we have? We have main quest, yep. all main quest, glitchless main quest, all guilds, marriage, glitchless. college of winterhold, companions, dark brotherhood, thieves guild, and a miscellaneous tab that has all Daedric quests, VR, Dragonborn, Dawnguard, all dragon shouts, and no stone unturned. Damn. Dang. Damn. So I'm assuming no stone unturned is literally everything. Uh, probably. Let's see. View rules. That speed run is two days. <laughs> no sleep. Oh yeah. no. There, there's an actual like quest called No Stone Unturned. Oh. Oh. Okay. It's uh, not as fun. <laughs> no. I like, yeah. I'm gonna go back to our theory. That's yeah. more fun. <laughs> Time without loads. For the record on that one, there's only one on the leaderboard, but it's one hour fifteen minutes. What? All right, guys, this is our time. Let's beat it. <laughs> the actual main quest, Taylor, you... world record right now is time without loads: twenty-two minutes fifty-eight seconds. Wait, how long? Taylor, I know you are swagalicious, but I cannot do that. <laughs> that is. 
How long? How could that be my new title? Swag. Taylor Swift. The Swagalicious yep. one. Well, it's canon now. Canon. It's canon. Uh, twenty-two minutes, fifty-eight seconds. The entire main quest of the entire main quest. No, yes. I. That, that's not fun. That's not. I refuse. <laughs> I guess I'm watching that after we're done recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm just at this point. No. I mean, they have a lot of glitches, no. though. So I bet they found a backdoor somewhere. Because I know in Oblivion, oh, there's a, a plethora. Like, you copy items, then you could, like, make paintbrushes, and, like, you could make stairs out of the paintbrushes. There's a whole thing. <laughs> I. No, I. That just made me mad. I just <laughs> I think it's I think it's great. Like I don't think you should ever try to speed run a game the first time you're ever playing it. I think you will miss too much. Oh, like no. I I don't think that's reasonable, but none of these people were playing this game for the first time speedrunning it. They're obviously you put tons and t- you're doing this because you love this game. Yeah. And you've put tons and tons of practice into it. You already know everything it has to offer, so you're now pushing it to its limits. Like, I think it's great. Man, if I told my mom that I finished a game in 20 minutes, oh, she would be pissed. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if, like, she'd be like, I spent $60 on that game. Yep. You're going to play yep. it at least 200 more times if you finish it in 20 minutes. Yep. Like, it's... Well, that's me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I spent 60 bucks on this. I got to make this last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, you probably had to put uh, 200 hours into it to be able to beat it in 20 minutes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, okay, at when I account that, that's impressive. But at the same time, like I refuse to believe they did in 20 minutes because it took my dumpy ass in high school (laughs) to finish it like eight months. Like, watch uh, watch the speed run. You'll see how they did it. No, because then it's just gonna get me mad. Well, Al, do you have anything else you want to uh, touch on? Uh, Metroidvanias are great. Speedruns are great. Watch a bunch of both. Play a bunch of both. Maybe don't actually speedrun if you're not interested in speedrunning because it's an acquired taste. But Yeah, for sure. Um, you should play some Metroidvania games. There are a lot of good ones. Metroid, 90% of the Metroid franchise is great. Uh, 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 except for Other M. Yeah, skip Other M play basically all the rest of them maybe don't play like play zero mission instead of playing the original metroid because the original metroid hasn't necessarily aged super well but other than that they're all great um yeah that's all i got quick before we close what's everyone playing right now taylor where are you playing Look, I'm playing Cyberpunk. I'm sticking to it. I know I said it months ago. I'm still playing it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you you have yeah. it on PC, so you can play it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Cool. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's a great game. I refunded and got three other games. Uh, I finally got my refund back for my PS4. Dude, version. it took so long. Took so like long. I just recently got it. Like part of me was like, am I, did I get scammed? Like, did I do the wrong one? Right. It, it like, felt yeah. too easy and, to refund. <laughs> Because I just pressed the button. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it? Yeah, yeah. I didn't get the notification and, until yesterday that I got it. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and part of me feels like a bot should just, like, be able to comb through, like, you know, did you have it? Did you buy it? Okay, cool. Check. Here's your refund. Yeah. Like, I felt like it should have been so easy. But it's doing that in a lot of different instances. It still takes time. And then, really, what it is is banks. Because, like, banks issuing yeah. back money takes forever. Usually three yeah. to ten business days after they've received the refund notice. I know that because of my job. I have to tell <laughs> merchants all the time. That felt like a script. It is. <laughs> why is, why is the customer gotten a refund? When did you do it? Yesterday? Yeah, it takes three to ten days. Well, that's, yeah. that's on the fine. bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron, where are you playing? Uh, right now, uh, I'm trying to learn the learning curve of Rainbow Six Siege. So probably not going to happen. But uh, I also am going to. uh, I recently got a Oculus. That was my Christmas gift to myself. Uh, So I got one of those. Um, I quickly turned into my mom, like we were just talking about. 
Like I was like, cool, I got I got it. And then you gotta buy the games. I don't know why I thought <laughs> they were just like a, like some games were already just on the Oculus. Like I just thought it was like that. And then I saw Beat Saber for twenty nine ninety nine. I was like, okay, well we're gonna wait a little bit. We're gonna see <laughs> You got a little $10 somewhere because that's, I mean, that's half the price of Last of Us. And that gave me hours of time. Like, so yeah, uh, right now I'm playing um, Richard's Plank, (laughs) uh, which was a little $10 uh, plank climbing experience on Oculus. Whatever floats your boat, man. Climbing experience. They're setting the groundwork for Oculus, so in some manner, so. They're doing something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I shout out to my mom for, for <laughs> giving me that knee jerk reaction of like, oh, you wanted games too? <laughs> like, I, yeah. yeah, that was a tough pill to swallow. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Alan, where are you playing? So I, like I said, I just beat uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and I haven't started a new game since then. So I'm probably going to pick up something off of my wish list as a birthday gift to myself. Yeah, yeah. And start playing that. I haven't decided what yet. Mm. Like, do I get Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity? Do I get Spider-Man Miles Morales? Maybe I pick up Hades. Like, all of these are on my short list of games that I want to try. So, I I don't know. I'll figure it out. Hades and uh, Miles Morales. Very fun games. For different reasons, but still very fun games. Yeah, uh, it it'll probably due to current living situations, it'll probably not be something on the PS4 and be something either on the Switch or on the PC. So probably mm-hmm. not Miles Morales. Um, but yeah, no. still gotta figure it Wolfenstein. out. Hades is the perfect Switch game. Yeah, it's very fun. And, and, and that's that what I've it, heard. You can just pick mm-hmm. up and go. And that's it's oh, exactly what I use my Switch for. Oh, uh, also kind of in the same vein, uh, don't forget a uh, Scott Pilgrim pre-order comes out what? Oh, the 15th, right. I believe. What, what, what? So if you want... They're yeah. releasing the and Scott Pilgrim video game. Yeah. So well, for I believe it's all platforms. I know Switch is doing some like exclusive stuff, I think. It's four players, right? Yeah. Well, we have four people here. <laughs> yeah, Twitch stream. Yeah, if y'all got online on. multiplayer, I'm in. I'm just throwing that out there. And I'm currently playing it's the a heck of a lot of fun. Three. Nice, man. I figured I should play something by uh, CG Pod, CDPR. Yeah. <laughs> something that I actually completed. Um, I'm not bitter. <laughs> uh, but I'm enjoying it a lot so far. I just beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Which was super nice. fun. Uh, I mean, that last bit dragged on for a little bit, but other than that, still really enjoyed it. Uh, I have thoughts and opinions on that game that I will talk to you about elsewhere. Yes, please. It'll be fun. Uh, but that's it for this game watch. Um, quick plugs? Do we want to do? Yeah, we can do quick plugs. Alan, you start. Uh, I'm just gonna pick plug my backlogged account. Uh, backlogged. It's like letterbox for video games uh backlogged.com no e in backlog slash code gorilla uh you can find me there i'm i'm putting up reviews for every video game i play in 2021 and i've tried to go through and mark all the video games i've played in my life and give them quick uh zero to five star ratings so you can get some opinions on a lot of video games that way um Mm, interesting yeah, that's uh, nice, man. Man, I can't imagine that challenge. I, it, I can't even. It's think... over three hundred games. It's. I can't even begin to think how many games yeah. I play because, yeah. like, man, ages, what, six to, essentially, eighteen. That's yeah, all I did. Yeah. Aaron, uh, what do you want to plug? Oh, I'm sorry, Alan. Read. No, go ahead. That's what I was gonna do. Aaron, where you? Where you? Uh, what do you want to plug? Uh, duh, shame watch, uh, shame watch every available everywhere you pod. Um, that's that's really all. Oh, I'm also going to be on Over the Ledge podcast from now until May, every other Friday, starting the 15th. Uh, Texas Politics podcast. Um, the, the, the politics in Texas suck. Come here, let's talk about it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Taylor, what do you want to plug? Um, I want to plug the con save. What? It's, what, what, what? It's, a, it's, a, it's a place where James and I and a bunch of other people play games mm-hmm. um, of the tabletop variety. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. Uh, currently, Nerds. we stream bi-weekly a cyberpunk red game that I and James co-DM. Yeah. And we're, we're starting, friends. Heck yeah. <laughs> and then we're starting... I mean, tomorrow recording time, but in the past, we've started a <laughs> D&D one where James and I get to play instead of DM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. So, I, in that story, I built Taylor's character because I needed a best friend. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a Warforged, so it's very fragile, but look, I got a friend. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to do that. And we just did some cool fundraising over Christmas and uh, won bunches of new uh, modules and games and systems. And so we want to start doing all sorts of fun things. So at the Consave, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, blah, 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 all those places. Boom. And Boom. I'll, pl- Dope. I'll plug Toll of the Dice. Another D and D stream that hey. I'm on uh, on TPK Games. Uh, I don't know when we're releasing them because things are weird. But look at TPK Games on Twitch; you'll find stuff there. Uh, and until next time, what's our tagline? Uh, plug on, play on, level up. That's off the dome. Was... <laughs> I'll take Man. that. I'll take that. That's money. <laughs> I'm on that's fire. that's swagalicious. That's swagalicious, <laughs> baby. <laughs>